Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. Seeking the truth, exposing the lies. Remember, together, we are unstoppable. Keep on digging. That's part of the problem is I think that because we have democratized information so much, the, the effect is that people think that they know more than they actually know. And so we almost have to like start to like look more to the specialists and the experts and rely on them more to help guide us in their areas of expertise and then listen less to people who are not experts in those, in those areas. So before we Agreed. move on to these next comment, uh, go ahead, go ahead, brother. Agreed. I think that's one of the reasons that Joe Rogan it has the most successful show in the world is because people have gotten so tired of the lamestream media, I call it, you know, uh, owned by six corporations, limiting the conversation and not having experts on, but having spokespeople, meaning a paid former military person who's got a vested, who's now heavily invested in Northrop Grumman, who has a vested interest in us staying at war. You'll never hear an anti-war message from any of the lamestream media because it's all companies that are making money from war. It doesn't matter if Democrat or, or Republican, they're always going to vote for the next war, whatever the hell it is. And it looks like they're trying to trying to poke Russia right now in the eye, um, saying that, you know, we'll do anything to protect Ukraine. Like, wow. Anyway, that's all I got. So when you say mainstream, how is Joe Rogan not part of the mainstream? If he has more well, viewers and followers than, say, like CNN and Fox. Well, he is now, but he started as the alternative to that. So and and people flocked to him. And now he is, ironically, more mainstream than the mainstream. Right. <laughs> right. Like right. Green, so Day, I just want to clear Green, Day was, Green Day was alternative and then they weren't alternative. And now they're alternative again. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but they were never truly anyway. punk, dude. Never. Anyway, no, I just want to give a shout out to the listeners before we move on to the next comments here. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Mrs. Smitty, JP, uh, Derek Cohen, uh, Zancia, Faith, Day, EMC, and DIM. Thank you guys for tuning in and uh, listening. Uh, we're talking about censorship. If you didn't already pick up on that, uh, it's been a pretty interesting, fun conversation with a lot of different opinions. And keep them coming. We love hearing from you guys, too. So uh, anyway, thank you, guys. And uh, we're going to keep uh, – sorry, Ken, you wanted to say something real quick? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, I'm going to move on to this next message here from Day. I think at the end of the day, we need to hold each other accountable for what we do. doesn't matter the platform. doesn't matter if it's Facebook, Twitter, blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, that's it. Just, I don't know. Thanks for listening. I agree, Day. I agree. But I think that's the point, though, is like this this idea of censorship is really just uh, the population holding people accountable for what they're saying. Um, but anyway, Deluxe, how you doing? Yeah, it's a tough thing with censorship, too, because uh, something that we may not think is right may not be the same thing that someone else thinks that isn't right. So like the censorship is kind of like... Um, you know, then everything gets censored all of a sudden, you know, to a degree. Um, I don't agree with 
a lot of things and other people may not agree with a lot of things that I have to say. So it's kind of just like, well, then where, where, when does it ever end? Really? Does it ever end? And then, then all of a sudden we're all just shutting the fuck up, you know? Yeah. Censorship's like a bad haircut that ends up with you bald. Uh, all right, let's keep going here. Mrs. Smitty. Well, I mean, I can kind of back up what Real Talk is saying because they gave Trump way more opportunities on Twitter than they would have given to the average person. The average person would have been uh, banned from the platform months and months before Trump was. Uh, they kept giving him chances until they couldn't give him chances anymore. Oh, thank all you, right. Smitty. That's rare. Look, she stuck up for you, so you can't, you can't, look, look, Mrs. Smitty, Mrs. Smitty has a soft place in her heart for you. There you go. We, we so let's, uh, <laughs> oh, no, maybe next, maybe the next, uh, the next comment she leaves, uh, we'll, she'll bring the hammer down on you. Deluxe, what's up? How much of a bigger fish than the President of the United States? I don't know, Popes? Popes? I mean, they, they you know, a lot of people listen to those motherfuckers, uh, Muslim leaders. I mean, religious leaders have a lot to say. Yeah, two points as well. So it's just, uh, like I said, it's never really ending if you look at it in these ways. Well, that's another thing I wanted to bring up. Maybe we can bring that up a little. I'll I'll bring that up a little bit later uh, after we get through these comments here. Uh, Monday morning. I got everything's just misinformation now. Oh, you believe everything that someone tells you? It's like, no, that's why I don't believe in you. It's so fucking stupid. It's crazy. Everything on the internet could be misinformation. It's so retarded. Yeah, but I mean, I, I I take my chances, like, like trusting somebody who I know has a degree in, like, virology and is, like, a world-renowned or, like, a renowned expert in their field than some Joe Schmo who wrote an article on fucking, or, like, a post on Facebook. You know, I think I'd, I'd rather play. I, it's, it's it's all odds. So I mean, yeah, I'd take my odds on the uh, expert, and not the fucking judgment, but whatever. Uh, Mrs. Smitty, I'd also be willing to say, like, you know, uh, let people voice their opinions on um, social media and give them more of sort of uh, more leeway when it comes to that. But when it comes to things that are demonstrably true or false, um, you know, Hillary Clinton is harvesting adrenochrome from babies in the basement of a pizza shop that doesn't even have a basement, right? Those kind of things should not exist on, um, on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Like that's dangerous shit. Look at what it does. Look at the danger that's been done to uh, us with all of the COVID misinformation and disinformation. Yeah, she was doing that out on the Epstein Island, right? Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yo, what? Okay. I love that. Okay. I love that so much. All right, let's, uh, let's keep rolling here with Monday. Yeah, like Mr. Real Talk, I love what you're saying, but everything you're saying could be a lie right there and then. I'm not even real. He is he is not. He's not. We've we've determined that Real Talk is actually a bot. He's AI, he's sophisticated AI. Created by the Koch brothers. Call me fake That's talk all day. <laughs> fake talk all day. That's what we're gonna change your name to. Uh, EMC, how you doing? <laughs> 
Good to hear from EMC. Hello, Talk Hogan. Real Talk Bjorn. And another thing. And Canon. Hope you guys are having a wonderful talk. I am actually available to talk tonight for the after show. I love the talk of censorship because I think there's a lot of things that should not be censored. And anything that is illegal should be censored in a way. But I think people have the right to feel what they feel and say what they say. Now it just depends on how we react and respond is another thing. Should we be courteous to other humans? Absolutely. Should we be violent? Absolutely not. But I also think censoring people is not the total way to go about things either. I think we should censor MC, the ukulele. Just remember, guys, That's I'm a the ukulele. <laughs> no, you're not. According to what's his name, I'm a fascist. So yeah, let's censor everything. Fuck it. Censor everybody and everything. Nobody has the right to say anything. Anyway, Deluxe, how you doing? Oh, thank you for bringing up Joe Rogan. And uh, fuck Joe Rogan. That turtle-looking motherfucker. Go suck a bag of dicks. Big old fat bag of deoxys. And get some uh, horse shit in his mouth hole. Wouldn't be, it wouldn't be horse shit. It would be like horse testosterone. But uh, Yes. Be love. Oh, that sounds like a loving brother. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I'll be honest. I've made this clear. There are two people in this world that I cannot stand. One is Joe Rogan and the other is Jordan Peterson. But I'm not going to get into that because I'll just go on a rant. Uh, day. Yeah, Ken, that's perfect. Nowsy. It's not a lie if you believe it. See? Can't get a shout out from Day. Oh, Zancia. How you doing, brother? Good to hear from you. So did you guys talk about the censorship about people banning people on stereo just because they didn't agree with what they're saying or they didn't like their viewpoint? How's that for censorship, considering that the app says say anything and it's a UK app? <laughs> Zancio was a victim of that, I believe. He was uh he got well, I, he, had, he, he was in jail for a little while. He Are doesn't you say, say anything though. That's hilarious. <laughs> I I think I kind of brought up earlier when I said like people say like crazy things and like specifically on stereo. I said just on stereo, and I've never like oh they've my, they've hurt my snowflake heart. I have to block them or report them. No. Let them do what they're going to do, and I just swipe. That's what they do. Exactly. Join Stereo. Speak freely. Unless your friend is Snowflake, then you'll get banned. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, See, this is what I wanted more of. This is what we were missing. <laughs> this is what the show oh, is missing. That right there. It's fantastic. What little snowflake? Oh. Mrs. Smitty, how you doing? Yeah, Real Talk is uh, smart. He's wrong a lot, but he's smart. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Oh, there it was. Oh, there it was. There's the She's gut coming with right fire. <laughs> the after show is going to be interesting. The after show is going to be interesting. Yeah. I love it. Ray Arthur. New commenter, what's up, Ray? 
What I see nowadays is that a lot of censorship that ends up happening right now is that it's going to be a whole lot of opinion based because a lot of people don't want to hear the other side of things because you know what? A lot of it is going to be because of emotion. Um, if you keep hiding stuff from people, you know what? You will never get that other side. You're not going to end up having those conversations to see whether or not that, you know what, this is acceptable to talk about because of certain other things into play. And the thing is, is that when you allow something to get censored, you can't be surprised when it gets censored on your side, too. Eventually, it's going to creep up. You allow it for one side to happen, soon enough it is going to be allowed for the other side to happen. You're not having your rights take it away from you you giving them up that's i mean you know censorship usually leads to fascism right where like okay well we'll just decide what you the entirety of what you should view right so it's a really really slippery slope i'm not saying i don't even know where i stand on this you know it's a it's a fascinating conversation because of that it's so nuanced right like i agree with real talk on a lot of things i agree with bjorn on a lot of things like you know it, this is a deep one. It is really. There's a lot. It's a very nuanced conversation. There's a yeah. lot of layers uh, that, that probably can't get addressed in the span of however many hours we do this. Although, I mean, considering how long we've gone sometimes, we might be able to solve this by the end of it, guys. So uh, I want to say that I think that we just solved it. I think that is the answer is that it is nuanced. So if you try to like if you try to censor with a large hammer you're probably going to mess it up um if you only use a fine scalpel you're probably going to do better but you're probably still going to have things go up go get around that that sort of sample so i think at the end of the day the best way to do it is nuanced um and you have to look at everything with all the factors and be as informed as you can about this the situation and you're still going to mess up I would just like to uh, illustrate what Bjorn was saying there. You see here, first we got the small hammer. Oh, then that last one, that's way too big. That's too big of a hammer. <laughs> you know what? Like we, had, we, were, we were going to this conversation for the longest time and you didn't do that. And I was like, I, I forgot that you were a, a voice actor. And then when you started doing it, I was like, who is that? Like, who's talking right now? I was like, I'm not playing any comments. And then I had to like back out because I'm like right now I'm in the comments. I had to back out. I was like, oh wait. It's like, I didn't That's let the this best dude compliment anybody could ever give. <laughs> true. So so true. So so. Uh, yes, Miss Smitty, I understand the importance of not having misinformation about that. I mean, for crying out loud. I understand that. A pizza stop didn't have a basement. We couldn't have false rumors about that going on out there. I mean, think about it. The tornado destruction and stuff like that. But the rest of what you said, I'd believe it from Hillary Clinton. Man, I need to elaborate there a little bit. I, I don't know if I completely understood that, but... I think uh, he was talking about the whole adrenochrome thing, but he avoided the word that shall not be mentioned to avoid the said canceling of said person. Yes, for the third time. Hmm. We're well. We're not here to Pretty cancel much, anybody yeah. here. I I can promise you that I'm not here to cancel anybody. And I think any everybody here that leaves comments, as long as you're not like, you know, overtly racist or an asshole. I mean, even that guy who's kind of an asshole, not gonna not gonna like go after you. Like I I don't really I don't. 
I don't care. This is stereo. I'm here to have conversations. And this is a very fun, interesting one. So let's keep going here with Day. I knew it. Mr. Realistic is a bot. He is a bot. Fake talk. Fake talk all day. <laughs> I hope you change your name to that. That'd be hilarious. Or create a separate account. Like a separate account that is exactly you, but then you talk more in like a robotic voice. Like with less, like less emotion. You guys might just get off. <laughs> <laughs> like talk like one of those, uh, talk like, talk like the, uh, phone, like the, like the Siri voice or like, uh, or, uh, you know, like Alexa, where it's like kind of human, but not exactly human. You know what I mean? Remember like the, <laughs> that's like, how you should remember like the, the, um, the, like the, what was it? Like they had it in New York and a lot of places, the, um, the movie phone guy. Not over oh, yeah, the top, but like know the fact that it's like it's not a person. You know what I mean? Like it's like it, like it's it's a computer hearing what you said, and they have to put the words in. You know what I mean? That's how that would work. Totally. Greetings. Scott. This is and another thing. Your podcast is about to begin. Thank you for joining <laughs> me. Uh, yes, <laughs> See, there you yes. go. You need to take <laughs> lessons from from and another thing. We got oh, this. Boy. We got this real talk. That's your gimmick. So, uh, That's your new gimmick. I do have a question, I have a question though, since these these comments are, are hot. But uh, how do we feel about the censoring of like written text, like certain books, yes. papers? I would like to get back to that. Um, let's let's get to these seven, and we can get the, get back to that. And, and like, you see, if we burn them all, then we're safe. Yes, very safe. <laughs> Burn all them books. It's wicked. Well, I'd say if uh, we can like just get through them without comments, then we'll just burn through them. Then, well, we'll what we'll do is we'll yeah we'll run we'll run through a couple here, and then once if people after these one two seven messages, we'll we'll move on with the uh, conversation. Then and then any anyone else will have to just wait till the end after we're done. Right, here we go, Scott. How are you? How's it going this evening, Scott O'Neill? It's going great. How you doing? Hope you're doing well. Zantia? See, I agree with Ray because, you see, you need the opposite side of the opinions because, for me, I want to hear the opposite side of the opinions. If it's something I don't agree with or something I'm against, I still want to hear their opinions because it either makes, it can either make me understand where the other side's coming from, I understand what they're about, I understand what they're meaning. And the other part of it is, is if I listen to their points and if I'm against it more, I feel more strongly about my point of what side I'm on or that I absolutely don't want to be on either side of either part of the issue or that I'm looking at it like, well, now I understand what this side is all about. I got to know both sides because that way I can make a, you know, a real decision about where I'm at. I don't handle that too well. Sometimes you can ask real talk about that. There's somebody I'd rather never run into here on again or run, run onto on here again. So you know who it is. Real talk. Zantia. Erase, erase. Destroy the military and erase things. I still remember you guys were talking about Rick took me that scene of good morning Vietnam where they're sitting there. They got the two twins and they're sitting there going through stuff, crossing out what he can't say and stuff like that on the radio. Great movie. Great movie. Ray Arthur. Great movie. I'm waiting to go ahead and get my Ben hammer now. Come on. Who's going to do it? We ain't going to ban you. Which one of you going to do it? 
Not gonna do it. I'll wait for tomorrow. Not I gonna know do it. tomorrow, you know, freaking after three o'clock. Oh yeah. Uh time to hurt some feelings. <laughs> Not gonna Not do, gonna do it. it. Not gonna do it. Mm. Is that Oh, it isn't that. It was the fact of it, as she said about Hillary Clinton, you know, like uh, consuming like children's like little children's DNA and stuff like that in the basement of a pizza parlor. And I was pretty much like, <laughs> the pizza parlor doesn't have a basement. The rest of it about Hillary Clinton, I would believe. But that's the thing is, is that we need to put facts out on the internet, not opinions or rumors. So, but like I say, when it comes to Hillary Clinton like that, I'd believe that. My two favorite quotes with relation to censorship come from Potter Stewart, who once said that censorship reflects society's lack of confidence in itself. It is a hallmark of an authoritarian regime. And also, um, Henrik uh, Hein says that uh, whenever they burn books, they will also, in the end, burn human beings. Oh, oh my God, I love Jim so much. Yeah, Jim keep you warm. is my boy. Jim, like, yes, I'm sorry, but Jim always drops the hots. Always drops the hots. Hey, sounds like a hot dog roast to me. I, hey. I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of Hendrick, of Henry uh, Hyde. Oh, man, that's great. I can't believe I didn't think of that earlier. Yeah. I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> he, he, he'll, he'll, do that. he'll do that to you. Like, if you're on, and he'll, he'll slide, he'll be like, I should have thought of that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. but he won't. He won't come up and talk to us, even though he he, he talks to us through messages. Dim, I want you up here one of these days. You get your ass up here. There's no excuse anymore. All right, Zancia. Talk, Hogan. What do you mean? I do not understand what you are saying when you mean that I talk with an electronic voice. Cybermen do not talk with real voices. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a Dr. Hugh That was my Dr. Hugh Fern. I'll give him that. He knows, he says Cyberman, so he knows Dr. Who. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. All right. We're going we're gonna to keep it. So, so, real talk, you brought up the uh, burning of, of books or banning of books, I guess I should say, censorship of Maybe, written yes. text. We can burn them. So, I don't want to, yeah, I mean, unless it's for, like, absolute warmth, like, you need to, ab like, absolutely burn a book for warmth, I don't think we should do that, but uh, I'm interested to see what you guys think, so uh, let's let's kind of pass this around here, and we'll, we'll volley it, uh, so who wants to, who wants to uh, give this one a go? Bjorn, oh, Bjorn. Have you guys Bjorn. seen the Book of Eli? Oh, well, and another. Have you guys seen the movie, is The Book the... of Eli? He, yeah. he like, uh, yeah, and he was, like, his life his, well, his mission was to protect a book. I don't think it was the right one, but you know, there's other books that I would have chose. But <laughs> and like, and, and spoilers, spoilers. If you hadn't seen it, I would, no spoilers. I say it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, but Bjorn, we hadn't heard a bunch of you, please. Oh yeah, I mean, in, in general, I'm a I'm pretty anti censorship when it comes to like media and um, print and all those things. So I think that the government in general should be staying out of those sort of things. You know, I mean, I, if you look, like I was kind of mentioning, and his, like historically, like censorship has been used a lot and not in good ways, um, you know? I mean, even going back to like, you know, burning like, 
manuscripts from Aztecs in the 1500s and, you know, you know, censoring Galileo and Copernicus because, you know, central uh, heliocentrism uh, was was, uh, you know, all the rage um, or 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 whatever, you know, so I mean, going back to like, you know, Uncle Tom's Cabin, you know, that was another one that was highly yeah. censored in the yeah. South and, you know, had led to like potentially a war partially, um, you know, so like there's a lot of, of things in history that have been banned and um, done in a very poor way because of, you know, use, like I said, usually it's religion or morality um, that it is. So the the whatever puritanical view at the time says that this is something that we don't want society to have, that we don't want our children to have. So we are going to make this choice for society that you can't, you know, read, you know, Dorian Gray because it might, you know, you might be gay after reading it or something. I don't know. Like, that's, that's all these things. I mean, even, even if you look at the banned books in the last year or so, most of those are are, are books that have like LGBTQIA um, situations in them. And that's what like people are banning right now. A lot of times the, 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 the mouse book, I think, was got banned because of like nudity and like profanity or something, I think. Um, but like nudity and profanity and like in like um, relationship sort of things like I don't know, like we, we should in general, the government should like let art be art. You know, again, if, if, there, if it crosses into legal territory, yeah, block it out. But other than that, like we got to like let the reins go. Uh, uh, he said heliocentrism. Real quick, yeah. I'll go just because um, yeah. I'm late to apparently another live that I kind of forgot about. But um, <laughs> I was like, oh, commentary table. I have to do this. It's like approaching 1 a.m. here, and I guess I forgot about something. Um, I guess I'm I'm pretty much not for burning any books. Um, I don't really care what they have in it. It could be hateful. It can be false it can be uh fiction i mean i don't really care i think that because i think this for a few reasons one i think that we should have um people read more comparative texts so we really should have people read more texts that um have counter opinions to each other and and then observe how those how those individuals um obtain information and how they uh condense it into a book i think that also we we really should save books because whether or not it's hateful or like if we have a spree of just like super hateful printing of books right like just a lot of like really hateful like white supremacist books um this is really telling of where your society was for 10 15 20 years and i think that that is really important to look back on and reflect on when we look back on like culture and um, where we've been and kind of where we're going. And, you know, this was also something that I told people during, you know, the the monument debate of like whether we, we, we museum the monuments or we just burn them and melt them into solid bricks. And I'm, I told people like, no, you know, you have to know where you've been. And if you're going to, you know, erasing erasing words from digital cyberspace is one thing, but to to go in and, and destroy something that we can keep forever, a hard copy of a book, I, I think we should really try to preserve that, you know. Um, even if I disagree with the text, I think that we should try to preserve that just for the simple fact that we're going to want to look back 
and kind of see where we've been um, and, and compare that in the future. Say if we've grown, uh, what has changed, you know? And so that's one reason why I really value books on that level is you can just kind of look at a society and be like, huh, that's the kind of shit they were on at the time, huh? All right, real. Um, are you leaving us to do another talk or? I have, yeah, I have to. I'm, I'm, I'm. I guess I'm actually like four, like forty minutes late. Um. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh well. What, do you, what can you do? I, I, we we call we that the blue through. Do... That's what we call that. Before you go, I would just, I would just like to say, like you brought the whole like statue thing, and as a son of the South, I would never thought I'd call myself that. But when it comes to statues, and I live in a city like you know, um, John Stewart has such a passionate sort of like Google on YouTube or whatever. I do live in a city that is named after slave masters. They had plantations and everything. And you have to decide, like, that's also a form of citizenship. You know what I mean? When they took down the stars and bars, when the, when the Confederate flag came down, at some point, sometime later, then that's when we had to, in the root, kill nine people in a historically black church. You know what I mean? So I can sort of see to where something is canceled and then there's a reaction, you know? Um, but once again, like Hogan said earlier, that's a whole other conversation when it comes to yeah, that kind my, of situation. My, my, my final exit thought, I didn't feel bad for stars and bars. We don't use, uh, we don't allow the losers to wave their flags anymore. So hello. On that. hello. But, uh, all right, boys. Thank you for having me. As always, talk See to you later, man. Thank you for taking my, my late, my late uh, invite here. I appreciate you a lot for that. Always got room for you at the table, brother. You know that. All right, you guys have you a always good night. have a seat. You always have a seat, baby. You always have a seat. I have appreciate that. Take care, man. I, I I did subscribe to some other ones coming up. You guys, you guys like went out like really planned out. I was like, well, I just that wasn't no, that was not planned out. I was just like, I'm just like all the top of my head. What things? What things can we talk about? And I just kept putting them down. And yeah, and, there's uh, so yeah, much that's, rock that's what happened. There's some rock solid topics coming up. I'm we excited. had we had a we had a brain a brainstorming session. So yeah, I mean you, you guys are not you guys are not holding punches. Uh, so I'm excited to, to to get in on some of this. All right, gentlemen. All right, see Jay. you. Hey, have a good talk. Be safe. Let's see if I did this correctly. Is it going to work? Where is it not going to work? I'm trying to set up the after show here because we're going to move on here uh, to the after show. Uh, and another thing, that's a, something that we do uh, after this. It's more of a la- relaxed thing. It's not my thing. It's it's Bjorn's and Cannon's thing. Uh, I was yeah. trying to schedule it, but it's not. It's like it's an after party. It is like an after yeah, party. After so. the party. It's an after party. Wow. Actually, I do say I do say it's 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 Bjorn and Cannon's thing, but uh, that's kind of a lie because it starts as Bjorn and Cannon's thing and usually ends up getting passed off to Mrs. Smitty or EMC or both of them uh, because <laughs> those two fall asleep and yeah, that's usually. We love for doing it. We passed the baton. Oh, awesome. We passed the baton, and they are they've done a great job with it. I've gone back and listened to it, and they've done a great job with it. So yes, I love it. Yes. So uh, I'm gonna passing the glow in the dark baton. I love it. So, <laughs> like as, so I guess uh, what we'll do here 
is uh, we're going to we're going to kind of we're going to get to these comments here that we'll wrap up the uh, conversation and uh, we'll we'll do a little thing that we like to do with Spotify and music and then we'll yes. give our final words yes. and we'll sign off. So, uh, all right, Cannon, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, I don't need you passing out. All right. Don't don't expend all your energy getting excited for Spotify. Yeah, so we're gonna hear. <laughs> all right, let's get to these messages and then we'll then we'll then we'll move on here. So let me just uh, do this real quick. All right, here we go. Nancy up. So, and I heard that there was a massive, like, book burning gathering that they were talking about doing in Texas and stuff. I know Vader66 mentioned it to me because he said there was some comic books that they were talking about burning. I believe V for, v for Vendetta was one of them, I believe. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Sacrilege. Can somebody, can somebody uh, play these messages here? Sure, I got it. Grinch. Yeah, so J.D. Salinger's book got banned uh, back in the day for giving, like, one person a dangerous idea. Uh, you know, and, and there's several cases of that. Uh, but really, it's just a boring book. So we have to be careful because it kind of sometimes, I think, hurts people like communists back in the day. I think that was the catcher in the rye he was referring to. Here's Zancia coming in hot again. There was a book that came out around, uh, what was it, um, December, that was November, December last year that was banned. It was called Hookers and Blow Save Christmas, and it was about, you know, uh, two <laughs> lawn mowing machines, two uh, snow blowing machines. It was like, wow. Oh my god, that's hilarious. We got D.I.M. Art, you know, again, if... don't worry, talk again. One day I will be on your podcast. Um, it's going to happen soon, maybe sooner than you think, but it'll happen nonetheless. Uh, with that being said, you guys are talking about uh, the censorship or burning of books. Um, since you guys are talking about this topic, um, let me bring up a hypothetical, see how you guys answer on the panel. Um, mein Kampf by Adolf Hitler. Should we burn this book out of existence? Or should it be allowed to exist? We got Bucky Neville, Aaron uh, Neville's brother. David Hogan, Bjorn Cannon. What's up, y'all? Dave, what happened earlier? We just could not get it together. You were cutting in and out like a fucking, um, you know, electrical wire that has a short in it. You were not anywhere near civilization. I almost hit a fucking gas truck. Oh my, my god. Is that, <laughs> <Is> that Benny? <laughs> that would, that's, that's Butsy Neville right there. That was Joey Butts. That's Joey Butts. Technically, if you're talking censorships oh, and books and everything like that, and they're passing the baton on, technically, um, because you said it's Bjorn and Cannon's thing. So technically, if they're passing it on to EMC or Mrs. Smitty and they're taking it over, and if it happens more than once, technically, does that make it Cannon? Question. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Touche. Hey, touche. It's Cannon. I got Joey Butts again. Oh, excuse me. Buttsy Neville. 
Dude, tell the cannon to settle. The cannon, don't let him tell you to settle down, bro. Tell him what, bro? Don't make me take these big balls out of this wheelbarrow, and we can get it on in the ring. I'm just playing. Um, censorship, huh? Well, this is a battle that's been fucking waging on for a long time, and it's like it flares up and then it cools back down. Weirdly, I was watching People vs. Larry Flint. Uh, the other day, and I was like, wow, what an important fucking uh, uh, court case and, and verdict, like, for the sake of freedom of speech. Uh, I'll let you guys, um, I'll leave y'all to it. I just wanted to say that. It really was a watershed court case. And, great movie, great court and, case. I totally agree. Go ahead. Butsy Neville with one more message. Camp. No, I mean, I wouldn't care if they burned it, but put in the museum. Shit like that needs to be remembered just so it doesn't ever happen again. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, like, the existence of Mein Kampf kind of, like, eliminates pretty much the idea of, like, banning books for any. You know I mean, we shouldn't be banning books. If we can't ban Mein Kampf, if we can't censor Mein Kampf, uh, then what, you know what I mean? Like, that was written by a genocidal maniac, so... But you would, but you would well, get like, well, you get you get like targeted, like for like the FBI if you like, like saw it in the, like if you checked it out in like uh, the library, was that like well, you just got to buy it with cash, man. Yeah, I mean, same with like, <laughs> same with like, I mean, probably... or whatever as well, like that. But also, like, I think just like someone else mentioned in some point in this talk is that when you ban something, it also sensationalizes it. So like if yes. like if we just decided like tomorrow that we're gonna ban Mein Kampf, you know how many people would buy Mein Kampf and read it? Well, not only that, money? but not only that, but what 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 talk said is so say you ban it, you burn all the copies, then you risk history repeating itself and somebody rising up and doing that again because people don't realize no, it's that guy, it's yes. that guy all over again. Yes, right, yes. But that was well, that was Joe. You said that. Oh well, whoops. Somebody said it. My husband friends like even, anytime we had to work on like History Day, we had uh, it's a big thing. Um, you know, worse off, it gets brought up into like more at a national sort of level. But we had History Day, and our biggest joke between all of us is like, "Hey, dude, what if we just like checked out Mind Pop?" And like, okay, we're a couple stoners, you know what I'm saying? But it was funny to us because we knew the repressions of if we would do that, what it would be. Oh, right. You know what I mean? So, you know, so that's the whole play of like things that are censored, you know? So, like, well, also, I was going to say the way that Canon, uh, you describe how you, uh, you dressed back in high school, you probably would have ended up on a list. Oh, it's probably dude. on a list. Oh, yeah. yeah. Multiple okay. lists. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was, yes. Cannon's a domestic terrorist. We don't know it. With the dress in all black and with the trench coat and everything. I mean, jeez. Jeez. Oh, come on. Well, the other thing I want to like. The other thing I wanted to talk about, just with like censorship. You know, the the Nazis were big censors. You know, they had huge book burnings of like communists and like stalin and marx and all those people they burned all of them regardless of the the word socialist in the title they were not socialists um they were far far right extremists um yeah. and i think that you know they were burning all those leftist 
books. Um, but then look at Germany, and Germany is not America. They they ban um, you know Nazi symbols. You cannot have a, a swastika in Germany because it's illegal. Um, so you know they're they're a different country with different rules and everything. And I think I think our system is better to have just like more of an open freedom and like you know you can do whatever you want. Just know that there's going to be repercussions. So uh, anyway, let's uh, we can we can continue this on the after show. I would assume, right? That that can be a thing. So sure. uh, let's uh, let's just uh, let's wrap this up, and we'll go to uh, the after show then. Which guys, again, you guys are more than welcome to join on the after show, late night live. That is a uh, Bjorn and, no, and Cannon's uh, show. We do music in like um, Spotify. And I, I'm not. We're not there yet. Calm down. Right, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> getting excited. It's getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before we do that, before we get to our final words and before we sign off here, uh, something we like to do here uh, and another thing, I heard your name is Dave. I don't know if I want you. To, uh, do you want me to call you that? Somebody referred to you as that. Yeah, that's fine. Is that okay, Dave? Uh, something we do here is yeah. we have a Spotify playlist on on on. Well, yeah, Spotify, and uh, it's kind of ironic given what we've been talking about with uh, Joe Rogan and Spotify. But we have a playlist on there. I can send you the link. It's a collaborative playlist. Uh, which means you can add stuff that you're listening to, uh, whether it be music or podcasts or anything. So uh, that being uh, that being said, what are you listening to? What are, what what kind of music have you been listening to? Are there any particular artists, songs that you would like people to check out or us to check out? What would you recommend? Um, I love the band Mastodon, and um, I. And there's also another uh, highly suspect has a great song called Human, <gasps> which oh, is God fantastic. Hello, my name is Human. I love that song uh, too. Super catchy, name. and uh, and it's a great message. Name. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then you know right. my song, my theme for the next month is uh, by Pearl Jam. Oh. oh, oh, oh. I love you now. <laughs> got, a, got a personal anniversary coming up next month, so that song has a certain uh, <clears throat> meaning to myself. Yeah, anyway, right. that's all I'm going to say. Well, we're glad you're alive and, and thankful for Pearl Jam, especially, too. I mean, Pearl Jam's awesome. And, uh, well, anyway, you can uh, so I'll send you that link and you can feel free to add some stuff that that you want us to check out. Well, like I said, whether it be music or pod, it can be podcasts. If you listen to podcasts on Spotify, feel free to drop some of that stuff on there. Um, you don't have to be a subscriber to premium. You can still search stuff and put stuff on there. So feel free to do that. Cool. Uh, let's move on to uh, Mr. Bjorn. What have you been uh, checking out here? What have you been digging on? Oh, man. Well, um, this week I've been listening to lots of Encanto. Um, you know, we don't talk about Bruno. Um, if you haven't watched it, you should. Um, but that has been on the list. Um, we are the family. Madrigal, I also noticed that it's also in other languages. So if you want to hear it in Spanish, it's also good. I listened to the French version today and a little bit of the Japanese version. But we're going real deep Ooh. into it today. So I don't know. Go nuts. And that was, and that's a Lynn Manuel Miranda. Uh, it is. Yeah. It right? is. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, the music is really good, as as expected. Also, like interestingly, as as like a Disney show, there's like there's like no bad guy. 
so there's like no like evil villain it's just like it's kind of like a, just like a family drama you know interestingly that's cool i have to check i i i've watched like parts of it my my daughter was like watching it i guess i probably should have just sat down and watched the rest of it but i was I was kind of busy doing other things i have to sit down and watch it because i also saw uh i don't know if you watch brooklyn 99 but stephanie beatriz is plays like rosa who is like a very straight-laced yes. very uh monotone cop uh in like when i hear her talking outside of that character it's very jarring uh but apparently she's like the lead in that in that so i didn't even know she could sing which is i'm I'm really interested to hear that too so well hogan the same thing is like my, my sisters were like last time i visited my mom and my sisters and they were watching it and i was like it was in the background i was like what is this so like yeah i gotta catch up and like see what it is yeah all right canon on to you brother they've been waiting for this right all right, so so many times, like I go to I'll, I'll either on my way to either be something I like or something obscure that has always been with me for the last like twenty years when it comes to music, either when I do promotion in radio or things I've heard, like you know, because you get free shit in radio always, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, you get that one track, and that's why I always try to do is like let them have a voice. Um, but I went because you always say podcasts, and I went I went back and how much I enjoyed the Ricky Gervais show on HBO. I knew that it was originally a podcast in the BBC. And like, I don't think people realize like when it comes to BBC, like radio, how that's so much a bigger part. Like it's kind of like our NPR, but they listen to it like much more than we listen to it. And I've been really enjoying the Ricky Gervais show in Carl Pickleton in Monkey News, and if you don't know anything about Monkey News, don't be ignorant. Check it out; it's amazing. Um, it's just a lot of it's it's, it's Carl Pickington, it's Stephen Merchant, it's um, Ricky Gervais himself, and it's a little older, but it's fucking. Uh, I said I would never say this word on that on the table. Sorry, um, <laughs> but it's Paul Rose would be disappointed. Oh, so disappointed. <laughs> so disappointed. Indeed. So disappointed. Indeed. <laughs> but the Reggie Bay show, um, that's been my jam, dude. And if I have to do music, right now there's there's a um a, a docuseries for Janet Jackson. I had a chance to like uh, see a sneak peek of it because I have a friend of a friend. And I forget how much like Janet Jackson was like a beast in pop music. And she just like after the whole like Super Bowl like thing, she just disappeared, you know. Yeah. Um, but like no, I'm 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 pushing over hard. Um, uh, the Ricky Gervais show. You can YouTube it, Google it. You can listen to it. Either be on the British on um, across the pond, or just listen to them like you know the audio on YouTube. Um, but like um, when it comes to Jan Jackson, like I said, like like so many of her songs, it's like wow. That was a band when I was growing up. Oh, well, that was, too? that was also a time when uh, heliocentrism came back, at least for like a little while. Yes. Uh, I agree. Uh, he, he said heliocentrism. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Helio? Uh, um, but yeah, so those, those are my. Those are my and, that, and, that, and, and that's why I was so excited because, like, 
I'm listening to things. Like I said, I, I, I didn't watch the HBO show, and it, it, it was yeah. more animated. They, they would, like, pick out certain talks. But if you let, let them, them them three dudes just talk, oh, them three dudes, we know how them three dudes go. And there was just, like, treasures, just treasures in between what they decided not to put on the show and what they decided to put on the show. So, like, that's why it was, like, bringing up the bits to, like, put it over. So, yeah. Please, Hogan, what are yours? So I've just been really into like a groove, uh, like uh, I've been digging a lot of like, I want to say like funk because like to me, funk is like Parliament and uh, George, you know, George Clinton, Bootsy Collins. But um, I've been really into like Wolfpack. So Wolfpack is, is yes. one that's incredible. Um, Joe Dart's one of my favorite bassists. They are, they're instrumental. They do have some songs or lyrics, but they're more instrumental and they're very funky, very groovy. Blue to Tiger, I think I put her over last week. She's a young, up and coming. She's like more pop, but she does have a, she's a bassist and she, uh, and she's awesome and she writes like pop sensible funk. Um, her and, um, Snarky Puppy is another one, which they're not necessarily funk. They do have some funk elements, but they're more like a fusion band, but they're just incredible. You want to see a live performance, go on YouTube and look up Snarky Puppy and you'll be like blown away. Great name. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah. And that's, that's really been a uh, really been, I've been, I've just been, oh, and, and Cake. Cake has, has seen a revival in my, I, my playlist. Uh, not, not the Shut food, up. but yes, the food also. But Cake is a great, Shut great up. band yeah. too. What is uh, it? There but anyway. Cake, yeah, cake is delicious. And, and the band. cake out of Sacramento, they're awesome. They've got to have like five or six albums by now, right? I think more than that, probably. Maybe more. They, they've been, yeah, my, they've been yeah. super talented. My high school girlfriend bought me that album because I kept on like with, with going the distance. I butchered all the words, and she was like. I will never, if you say those words wrong <laughs> on the phone again, I think we need to break up. So she bought me to like put <laughs> the album itself so I wouldn't like say the wrong lyrics to going distance any, any longer. So like, yeah, I have. Your time, man. If you want to get some booty, you have to get that tongue right. Always through such strong resistance. First you say you're too busy. All right, I'll stop. 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 Yes. Oh, oh can it calm down? No, 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 the, the first thing never there. Oh, never there. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. I've been into the, uh, the B sides and rarities. So, uh, uh, talk. Do you know the bass player Bootsy, uh, Victor Wooten? Victor Wooten's nasty. Yeah, yeah he's nasty, isn't he? surreal like like yeah. unbelievably good sick yeah. um yeah I'm a, I'm a bassist so like i tend to flock towards bass players and um yeah, yeah victor yeah, Wooten's yeah. like one of those guys and he plays fretless too which is even more amazing yeah so uh, anyway how this is the part of the show where we're going to sign out here but uh before we do that we give everybody a little bit of a final word here and uh as a as our guest as our uh as our guest uh dave i would like to give you your 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 final say and then we'll We'll kind of uh, go around the circle and uh, we'll close out and we'll move on to the after show. Awesome. Well, I've been, uh, I've, this has been thoroughly enjoyable. Thank you very much. Uh, been an honor and a thrill to, and very enjoyable to be here. 
I just want to say, careful when you think you know, because the more I learn, the more I know, I really don't know that much at all. And that's what my podcast and another thing with Dave is all about. I like to just dig deep on stuff and kind of like we did today. And where can we catch that, actually? It's uh, available on 23 different platforms. So pretty much whatever you listen on. I'm super thrilled to be on Ghana in India right now, even. Is it on Spotify and stuff? Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Stitcher, Ghana, and a bunch I can't remember. That's dope. That is really awesome. And YouTube. Uh, make sure to make sure to check that out, guys. Uh, and another thing with Dave, sounds like a good a good stuff, man. I'll have to check that out. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Again, like, thank you for joining us, man. Like I really enjoyed talking to you. I really enjoyed our conversation before. And that's why I was like really excited to have you on here. And I think you'll be on here uh, next week because uh, we're talking uh, capitalism versus socialism. So that should be, uh, well, should be well. pretty fun. So um, anyway, look forward to it. Uh, Bjorn. Yeah. I just want to say that, you know, um, a couple things uh, just to kind of sum things up. Uh, I think the government should should stay mostly out of um, censoring art, um, censoring, you know, books, censoring the media. You know, it's there to serve other purposes and should largely be out of those those arenas. I think it's okay if companies want to censor, use their, you know, censor their platforms and decide what's on there. Um, But at the end of the day, I think that you know, censorship is never going away completely. You know, censorship is is the mechanism by which we as a society get to determine what is what is good, what is kosher. You know, the ultimate one of the more strong forms of censorship is making something illegal. So if we don't like something so much so, then we make it illegal. Not only would you just do we say you shouldn't do this, we will throw you in jail if you do this. So, you know, I think that we as society always get to decide what is okay to say and what is not. And it's conversations like these and nuanced positions that we will eventually find the meaning of where it is that we all want to hang out. And that's okay if things change over time. If things were okay um, 50 years ago and not okay today, that's fine. You know, language changes, society changes, and we should uh, be accepting of those changes. Um, But at the same time, as people pointed out, we shouldn't destroy history either. We need to kind of keep those, um, preserve those things, even if they're bad things in museums and other things like that. But um, we don't need to necessarily parade them around on Twitter. So thanks, team. Cannon? As I would like to always say, like as we move on to our next, and it's more now, but uh, as we move on to Saturday and our next day, whatever, just make sure you go in at it with your best positive energy that you have going for you. Don't let anyone stop you from being the best version of yourself because there will always be blockades and voices from the outside that tell you you can't do what you need to do to make you the best version of yourself because you are always the best version of yourself. And uh, can it now. Bravo. So uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listening. Thank you for everybody up here and, and entertaining me and, and having a great conversation as always. Always enjoy your everybody's presence, uh, especially uh, you guys. And, uh, you know, censorship exists because 
people are assholes. So if uh, <laughs> you're not an asshole, if you're not an asshole, you're not a dick, uh, you know, if everybody just acts like normal civil human beings, then we won't need uh, censorship. So if you want to get rid of censorship, don't yeah. be a dick. That's everybody <laughs> be less of an asshole. And if you have kids, teach them not to be an asshole. Yep. I was going to say, if you all in the audience want to continue this conversation in three minutes, we'll be having the after show late night live. So the conversation won't end. We're just ending the show and shifting over there. So look for late night, not live. And you two can jump up and say what you got to say. Thanks for joining us, guys. We are out. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. If you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down, please do share with friends and on social media. Until next time, keep on digging for the truth.